Welcome to Whenever Wherever Kids Podcast Holiday Episode. This week is extra special because we're celebrating the holidays. <laughs> this week's episode is called Imaginary Friends Holiday, and it's by Mia Diario. I hope you enjoy. Into the Storyverse! Cece sipped her imaginary tea and sighed. It was going to be a very long imagentia. Of course, that was no surprise, because imaginary friends were often left out during the holiday times because of the traditions that take place or the new toys that have been received during the holiday time. Last time, while Cece's human friend Luca was celebrating his winter holiday, Christmas, Cece had celebrated imagentia with Luca's cousin's imaginary friend, Baxin. Sadly, Baxen had not come this year to celebrate, so Cece was alone. Cece grabbed a carrot off her tea set plate and nibbled on, wishing she had a friend to celebrate Imagentia with. If only I could imagine myself a friend! That would make this the greatest Imagentia of all! Cece thought to herself as she bit down on her huge orange carrot. Then, Cece had an idea. Though, she knew she couldn't imagine herself a friend, because that wasn't something just anyone would be able to do. She could call Baxen. It would be so fun. Cece sat down on the ground, crisscross applesauce style, and smoothed out her perfectly pink dress. She then snapped and a mirror appeared in front of her. Cece quickly smoothed out her white hair and smiled. Her bunny ears were perking up just thinking of all the amazingly fun things she and Baxen could talk about. Then, Cece put away the mirror and tapped the floor five times, which strangely caused the column a swirly green smoke to form. I'm not an expert, but I don't think this is what's supposed to happen when you call someone, Cece said, suddenly feeling a little frightened that she had done something wrong. Before Cece could even think about trying to stop the strange smoke, it pulled her inside and everything went black. Hello? Hello? Are you alright? Cece opened her eyes to see a little pug before her with big, sparkling eyes. Ah! Cece screamed. She had never been more terrified in her life. How had she ended up with this tiny little dog? Ow! That's very loud! Did you know that screaming can be performed by almost any creature with lungs? Not everyone will know it's a scream because of the many different tones and pitches screams occur in, but scientifically, all species with lungs should be able to scream. The pug said in a strange voice. Cece stopped screaming and looked at him. What? Cece said, utterly confused. Why was this dog saying a random fact about screams? Oh, sorry. Was that way too much of a complicated way to say it to you? I don't know how old you are, so I wasn't so sure of the best way to phrase it. I'm sorry. I'm Fido, by the way. Cece shook her head. I'm Cece, and I understand what you said perfectly fine. I was just confused because I didn't know why you said it. It was very random. Well, obviously, you haven't heard of me before. As I said before... I am Fido. I say fun facts so kids can know the many fun and amazing things about the world that they may not have known or heard before. Also, you were screaming, and I said a fun fact about screaming. That's not very random to me. Sissy pondered upon that for a minute, then shrugged. I guess you're right. It wasn't that random. So, whose imaginary friend are you? Sissy asked, confused. She had never met an imaginary friend quite like Fido before. I'm not an imaginary friend. 
I'm a Storyverse character, thank you very much. I was just about to head home when I saw you fall from the sky like a meteorite. You're very lucky you didn't get hurt, by the way. At the rate at which you were going, it could have been a very fatal landing. How did it happen, anyway? Cece smiled. Don't worry, imaginary friends can't get hurt. Or at least, not permanently. I was trying to call a friend of mine, but then the smoke appeared, and well, somehow I ended up here. Which I'm not too happy about, because now I have no way to get home, and no one to celebrate with Imagentia with. Cece said, pouting. Hey, no pouting. Cece, it's alright. I'm sure you can just use a homing beacon to transport yourself back to wherever you came from. And I'm not really doing anything if you want. We could celebrate Imaginatia together. Seriously? This is so great. I'd love to. Thank you so much. Cece replied, hugging the dog. Fido was very fun company during Imagentia. Cece played games with him, and he told her many cool facts. Cece even summoned a yummy carrot cake that they shared. The holiday had gone from Cece's most bleakest to one of her best. At the end, Cece did learn how to use her homing beacon that Fido had mentioned to go home, but not before she made plans with Fido to spend the next Imagentia together. So she would never have to spend the holiday alone again. You thought this was the end? Nope. Happy holidays! This is our gift to you. We have a special extra episode from a podcast called Time for Lunch. It's about different traditions food, and listening to it made me really, really hungry. So if you really like this next clip, go check out Time for Lunch. Their Kids Listen link is in the show notes. Welcome to Time for Lunch. This is a place to learn about eating, cooking, enjoying, and sometimes playing with your food. Each episode, we cover a new subject. I'm Hannah Forden. And I'm Harry Rosenblum. Tune in for food, fun, and flavor. Hannah, I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about the holidays. This time of year is so much fun, and of course, food plays a huge role. And that is what Time for Lunch is all about. What are some foods that you look forward to eating every year? I love making latkes for Hanukkah. It's one of my favorite foods. In fact, I'm going to be making some tomorrow and I can't wait. I also really love the Italian Christmas cake called panettone. It's got saffron and citrus peel and it is one of the most delicious things on the planet. Harry, what about you? Those sound really good. I grew up in a family that celebrated Christmas as well as Hanukkah, so we always had latkes, and my grandmother, who's Swiss, also always makes roasty, which is another Yum. potato dish, but this one is baked with cream and cheese, and it is so rich and delicious. So many of the foods around holidays are rich and heavy, roast meat, potatoes, <laughs> cookies, cakes. Whew, it can be a lot. I have to say that I love that winter in the north means that it is time for citrus brought in from warmer climates. Oranges, grapefruits, and clementines are at their very best this time of year, too, and they are one of my favorite parts of December and January. We used to always get clementines in our Christmas stockings, so that's my Christmas morning snack. Clementines, and of course any cookies that Santa didn't eat. I usually host a party on New Year's Day, and we make chili, 
So that is something that I look forward to every year is sharing a big pot of chili with all of my friends on New Year's Day. Ooh, I love that. Chili sounds like the perfect thing for a cold day. You can tune in and hear my latke recipe on Time for Lunch's upcoming holiday episode. Let us know what you think and follow us on Instagram at Time for Lunch Podcast. Time for Lunch is a production of Heritage Radio Network, which is the world's pioneer food podcast network. You can check us out at heritageradionetwork.org. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening. Happy holidays. And we will see you in the season finale. Bye-bye.